Hello once again, everyone. It is Peter Sachik, your career development and training manager, and it's time for another episode of The Coach's Corner. On this episode, we're talking about kind leadership, and we'll hit on three key areas for our discussion. Number one, we'll talk about why it's so important to an organization. Then we'll talk about how do kind leaders act. And then we'll round out our discussion with how you can demonstrate kind leadership, whether you are a leader or not, because believe it or not, you can be a kind leader, whether you have direct reports or not. It's a really good discussion. I hope you enjoy it. All right, let's dive into today's topic, kind leadership. This came up from a recent Accounting Today article by Amy Vetter, which is called Kindness in Leadership, How to Become an Effective Leader. Now, in this article, Amy does a great job of laying out kind leadership, and I've kind of broken out a lot of her key points into the three topics that you heard in the intro there. So I'll kind of talk through each of them. So first, why is kind leadership so impactful to an organization? Well, the first thing that Amy talks about is that kindness is often kind of seen as a weakness in someone's leadership style. And if you think about it or even think about examples from your past, that has kind of been true. It's always been kind of that authoritarian style of leader in many of the old leadership styles of the past that kind of got the job done or you often see that kind of get promoted. It's that hard line kind of take no prisoners approach that kind of got the promotion over you or over others. And we're kind of seeing that start to shift uh, in an interesting way. And Amy goes on to argue that organizations that thrive in kind leadership create a culture of open feedback, mentoring, and empowerment. So those places that really embrace kind leadership are allowing their people to really speak openly about projects, about how they see things, about where they could be potential improvements, allowing people to take feedback and really improve themselves and really take that into consideration. But she also goes on to say that kindness and great leadership are complementary outside of their immediate teams. And she links to a great Harvard Business Review article. Again, I can't recommend HBR enough. But studies show that kind leadership increases employee performance. Being recognized at work helps reduce employee burnout and absenteeism, and it improves employee well-being, which Gallup, a popular research source, finds year after year in its surveys of U.S. workers. And also, decades of research shows that when you receive a compliment, when you get recognized, when you are praised, it can help you feel more fulfilled, boost your self-esteem, improve your self-evaluation, and trigger positive emotions. And we all want those, right? Especially going through the past two years of a global pandemic where we may not have seen each other in person for a while, and now we're starting to come back, it's important to get those little boosts whenever we can. Kind leadership can, as we mentioned, encourage collaboration, a sharing of ideas, and generate that mutual support between colleagues, leading to that increased productivity. Because picture this, if you don't have a real sense of who your team is and that real sense of openness, you'll most likely be less likely to share with them, brainstorm with them, come up with ideas, or ask them for help. And that's all we're really trying to do is really get the job done to the best of our ability. And if we don't know, it's okay to ask somebody. And really caring for your employees, being a kind leader, generates a tremendous sense of support and goodwill, directly impacting that employee engagement of those around you and the rest of the organization. So the question that Amy will address here, but I ask to you all is, Okay, how do kind leaders act? Well, first, 
Kind leaders act in the best interests of themselves, for others, and for their organizations. They are supportive, honest, unbiased, and they set clear expectations with their teams. So think back to that previous leadership style that we talked about, kind of that authoritarian, my way or the highway. They're kind of in it for themselves. The kind leader is 180 degrees the other way. They're thinking, how can I benefit the entire situation, not just myself? And believe it or not, kind leadership is actually one of our core values. If you open up the new hire guide, and if you haven't done it since new hire orientation, that's totally okay. I've included it here and I'll read it off to you. We ensure our decisions display the personal characteristics that garner respect from others by acting as a thoughtful leader who exhibits calm under pressure, communicates with authority, and listens carefully. So a lot of the things that we espouse to be as UHY colleagues can be embedded in that kind leadership definition. So we take everything in, we listen, we provide our unbiased opinion, we provide our honest opinion on things, and we try to communicate and set expectations about when we can get things done, what we expect of people, and we be as supportive as we can whenever we can. The thing is, that's a value that's just in a handbook. It must be consistently role modeled, praised, and recognized when it's lacking. So for me to say it here on the podcast is one thing, but for you to go out and see it in your offices, in your regions, is another. So now that you have a little bit more education around it, and once we get into how you can demonstrate kind leadership, I really challenge you to go out and try and find opportunities to say, hey, maybe we could do this differently, or hey, here's how I can be a kind leader amongst my peers. Leaders are in the best position to be kind leaders, obviously, those who have direct reports. But the truth is, anyone can demonstrate kind leadership, regardless of whether you have direct reports or not. Kind leaders are authentic, trustworthy, and transparent. Where in that, in those three adjectives does it say you have to have a direct report? Nowhere. Granted, leaders with direct reports can empower their team to do things, but leaders without can kind of rally folks to get things done. So think of it that way instead of just saying, oh, Peter, I can't be a kind leader because I don't have direct reports. The truth is you can. You just have to really challenge yourself and think outside the box. And Amy goes on to elaborate and say, okay, what can I do to demonstrate a being a kind leader, regardless of whether I have direct reports or not? Well, the first thing is to give honest feedback whenever you have it. Sometimes we do need to have those tough conversations, whether it's with a peer, family member, friend, etc. Helping your team reaching their true potential means you have to be open and honest with them when it's something they may not want to hear. When you don't want to share the truth with someone because you think you're sparing their feelings, you're not being kind. You're just protecting someone. You're just protecting yourself from confrontation. We all want to grow and improve, right? We want to get to that next step in our career, that next phase, that next whatever it might be. Being honest when something isn't working is the kindness that someone needs in that moment to get to that next step. So think about that. If you're the thing that's holding them back from that, how does that make you feel that they may not get to that next position because you held them back or you held back information that would have gotten them there? Not a good feeling. The second thing you can do is, again, regardless of title, care for your team. People are not machines. And whether 
is working after hours or working on the weekends. If you see somebody responding to emails at 10 o'clock at night, maybe just send them an email just or something like that. Say, hey, I don't need this right away. Take time with your family or take time for yourself. If they get you something after hours, smile or the next time you see them, say thank you and acknowledge the effort that they put into it. Any lack of gratitude or just a straight up lack of gratitude for anybody on your team can result in losing top talent, especially if you are somebody who has direct reports. In fact, 79% of workers who recently left their job cited a lack of appreciation as their main reason. And this is something I've heard throughout my entire career, and I hold it to be true. People don't leave companies. They leave leaders. There's just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Another way you can care is to celebrate success. Anytime your team or you or somebody on your team has a moment of triumph, it's a moment to say, hey, look at this. This is awesome. Treat people as equals. Nobody is more inferior than one another. And check in from time to time. If you notice somebody's a little bit off their game or something just doesn't seem right, just check in, see how they're doing. A simple, hey, how are things going? You know, is everything going okay? That can go a long way. And the third thing you can do to demonstrate kind leader, again, whether you are a direct leader or not, is to be transparent. Show consideration and openness about decisions that impact others. If you're on a project, if you're on an engagement, if you're on a consulting agreement that's going to impact somebody else who's involved in that, hey, just go to them and say, hey, I'm about to make this decision. Here's how it's going to impact you. Are you okay with this? What do you suggest we do differently? Explain the choice regardless of impact. Hey, why did you make that decision? If you have a good rationale for it, allow folks to make that process in their minds, allow them to understand that and to come back with whatever opinion they might have. When you have that real clarity, that transparency in your decision-making, and you allow folks to take the time to process whatever it is that you're handing them, that goes a long way in them trusting you and showing, hey, this person isn't just making decisions and pulling it out of their pocket. They are really thinking it through. They're thinking of others. They're thinking of how it's going to impact everything else. So in short, why is kind leadership impactful to an organization? It helps us create a culture of open feedback. It encourages collaboration. It can generate a tremendous sense of support and goodwill amongst team members, indirect team members, and across the firm. How do kind leaders act? They not act not only in the best interest of themselves, but for others and the organization. Kind leadership is one of our core values. It must be consistently role modeled and praised. I challenge you to go out and try and do this in your offices, in your regions. What can you do to demonstrate kind leadership in your role, regardless of title? Give honest feedback when you have it. Care for your team. Check in. Make sure everything's okay. Show gratitude. Be transparent in your decision-making. Explain why you got there. Allow people to process and then allow them to explain their rationale for why they're thinking certain things. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Coach's Corner. We hope you enjoyed and tune in next time where we have a special guest from inside UHY to talk more about kind leadership. We'll see you next time.